Hey there, Yes Anders. Just wanted to quickly say thank you to everyone who has listened to the show so far. This project is obviously in its early days, and it's just been really nice to get good feedback from people. If you like the show, I just want to remind you that it's actually really, really helpful if you rate and review it on whatever app that you're listening on. I know it's annoying when creators do this, but podcasts pretty much live or die on reviews, so... It doesn't even have to be five stars, you know? G give us your, your frank assessment of the show. And then if you love the show and you really want to support it, the best way is to maybe visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, link in the description, where Ari and I have created an entire bonus podcast called The NB Sides where we leave the serious conversation and the serious improv at the door and we just hang out as friends and play little games and just try to commit the radical crime of being queer and just enjoying ourselves. If that sounds good to you, uh, it's only $5 a month. You'll already get access to four episodes, so absolutely no pressure. But if you want more content and you can spare it, maybe check it out. All right. Thanks. Bye perverts. <laughs> why why did I why did I call you perverts? It's cuz I know. It's cuz I know you're a bunch of perverts. You love listening to our mellifluous voices and just getting off on that sweet sweet improv. You love it so much. You can't get enough of it. You want to go to our Patreon and pay us money, sluts. All right. No, no, no. This is not this is not, don't go off script. Oh no, oh no, she's going off script. She's going off script. Ari, Ari's not here to stop me. All right, all right, abandoned mission. Uh, bye. What's this, what's this child doing here? What is he trying to tell us? Oh my god, there's a mirror. It oh my says, god. Gender? Gender. What do you think it means? It sounds like maybe uh, the name of, of an obscure Tolkien wizard. I am Gendar the Blue. Gendar <laughs> the Blue. Gendar the and Blue. I, and I, the long forgotten it, wizard. Blue is not, is not the color assigned to me. It's more of the... Uh, the timber of, of the topics that I tend to bring up. I'm a little bit naughty. I'm a little bit blue. I talk at great length about my staff, if you know what I mean. You shall not pass. Oh, God. I, ho I hope Gandalf never says that to me when I try to go out as my in my best love. <laughs> yes. Um, welcome. This is Yes and Drogeny, the uh, identity and improv podcast, the show where... Two non-binary slash trans improvisers sit down together, drink some tea, 
uh, discuss things relating to their identity um, and then use that conversation as... Vague inspiration. <laughs> yes, vague. Use that that conversation as essentially just like the first domino. We are the becomes... uh, we are using our very real gender identity crises as an excuse to put our mediocre improv into the listener's ear under the guise that it is true art. Yeah, and <laughs> I know what you're thinking, <laughs> listeners. You're thinking, how long can these two people? lampshade the fact that their improv sucks before they realize that maybe they just shouldn't do it. And the answer to that question uh, will be answered in due course. You know, Charlie, I've been thinking a lot, like, in the last couple weeks, and I actually have something to bring to the table today. That's a relief, I will say, because I, you know, I, I was meaning to bring this up, like, you know, just, like, try to find a casual, kind way to ask you when you think you're going to, you know, start pulling your weight around here. I mean, I know... Uh, I'm sorry. Who's hosting the podcast? It's the host. Of... Know Wait, you know, life... when you go to, like, The Price is Right, been... Drew Carey doesn't say, all right, John, who's sitting... Like, John in the third... What do you... Why don't you start the show? No, it's Drew Carey's job to do it. Um, I wanted to bring to the table today that I have started to go by... I wouldn't call it like a pseudonym because I don't keep it a secret, but I have a pseudonym that I'm using for writing now a little bit because I'm trying to explore my name. Yeah. I was oh, we should say- introduce ourselves. We never actually introduced ourselves. Oh, yeah. We got whoa, distracted whoa, whoa, whoa. by Gendar the fucking blue. Um, My name is Charlie. I use they, she pronouns. Ooh, fancy. And with me, as always, is uh, a very good friend of mine. If you've been listening, you know them and love them and wish that I would let them talk more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hello. Uh, My name is Ari Borhanyan, though we're going to be talking about that a little bit today. I go by he, they pronouns. Yes, it's it's a good day to be talking about, you know, it's, I mean, really, it's a great it's a great day for us to be talking about wizards uh, because, you know, those crafty bastards are be changing their names all, all the, the time. time. They be concealing their true name. They they be confronting their Jungian shadow selves who end up, spoiler alert, having the same name as them. Just a wild time to be a wizard with a name. But uh, I'm running through the desert on the wizard with. A specific name. (laughs) And then this, like my gender, eventually will transition into the other stuff we recorded before we circled back. Yes, yes. And so now you've just introduced the idea of your uh, pseudonym, pseudonym, which I will say, gosh, I mean, pen names are cool. So I guess I'll start by kind of uh, very quickly explaining what exactly has been going on. It's been going on for a long time, since before my gender uh was in question well, well, real quick what is so what is your pen name ari noble ari noble so ari noble has left the building <laughs> ari noble has been saved. oh no Sorry, just... oh no <laughs> so let me explain what happened uh so as some of you know and some probably don't because i don't mention it that often uh, i am a brown man uh, i have a persian immigrant father um, and my mother is from the very distant land of Idaho. And I have not ever had a problem with having a name that is, you know, pretty foreign sounding, which is Borhanian. It's all, my full name is Ari Nabil Borhanian. And Armand, Ar- in fact. Okay. My actual legal name is Armand, though I didn't know that was the case until seventh grade because my parents chose that 
for complicated reasons. My mom always really considered my name to be Ari. Here's the thing. I learned the truth in seventh grade. Right. My name's Armand. Don't throw your shade. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, the basic gist of it was I always struggled to find work, even in jobs that I was massively overqualified for. And I think everyone is experiencing that to some degree because the job yeah. market sucks. But you should you should tell them about when you uh, when you went to that temp agency. Yes, I went to a temp to, agency. You took their test. They had a t I went to a, the biggest temp agency in Georgia when I lived in Georgia. Okay, I mean I didn't say brag, but <laughs> they were, well, it's because the size of the temp agency makes it. They have connections, no, right? They have it these matters. jobs. It matters. Uh, <laughs> um, they had me do a. Uh, couple tests, you know, copywriting, data entry, all that good stuff. And apparently I was the fastest and typist on record for the data entry. Um, and the lady who I was talking to said, I, you know, we should be able to find two data entry jobs. I'm pretty decent. You know, we're expecting like $15 an hour. And I was like, cool, great. I, uh, I believe that she was even more. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. So yeah, I, at the time I told you what I'd heard, which is that she was like, we're definitely going to find you a job. It's like 15 or more. Yeah. No, like, like she said you the word told definitely. me that she used the word definitely. Yes, um, she was like, we are not, we're not a rinky dink temp. Did you know, she said that we are the largest temp agency in Georgia and out of our thousands of applicants, you are the fat, the most qualified. For I was data the fastest, entry. most accurate combination, fastest, most accurate. And yes. I, uh, the only job I ever got was a single day of warehouse gig giggery <laughs> that you were never paid for. Yeah, I never got paid for it. Uh, it was like sixty bucks, so eh, whatever. But here's the thing: I always assumed that, like everyone else, it was just a job. It was just a job market sucks, and I definitely think that's you part of it. Giggery. But even <laughs> Cedric giggery. Even the most, uh, even the jobs I had like massive overqualifications for, I never even received an email back saying no or saying no thank you, which I you know just kind of wrote off as just being the job market sucking and it again it probably mostly is but it opened a question for me i had family members for the first time saying you know it could possibly be partially due to your name sounding kind of foreign and here's the thing i am not interested in like erasing my heritage at all and so i never really thought about changing my name even though i was like yeah it's kind of a shame but you know people deal with that but then my gender identity kind of became a question. And at that point, I started to ask myself, well, maybe Ari Nabilberhangen isn't the name that I necessarily want to go by. And I was talking to my uncle, and I mentioned this, and he said, well, maybe you could go by Ari Noble. He says, because Nabil is, uh, I believe it's Arabic for noble. So I you know, went by Ari Noble. And I, it was the first time someone had ever suggested a name to me that I immediately clicked with. I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. I like that. Um, so uh, changing your name is complicated, and I still don't know if I want to change it entirely. But in the meantime, Do I'm you... using Ari Noble in my art. That's the end of that story. <laughs> no, I mean, if I mean, it's the end of the story. It's 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 a good groundwork, but I feel like there are so many places we could dig into. Here. Well, that's the we're, thing. We're, we're I don't like, want to. I don't want to turn like this entire desert. episode into just Ari talking about his name history. <laughs> so that's I feel a like your I feel like your story is like the is like a desert and with a horse with I, no name. Uh, that's a better. I was gonna say your your story is a desert, and uh, I am uh, Sigourney Weaver, um, thinking to myself, maybe I'll open a camp here and finally get my grandfather's treasure. But where do I dig first? <laughs> dig it up, uh, oh, dig it, dig it up, uh, oh, oh. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. If anyone hasn't seen um, Holes, watch it, read it. 
it's good. It's a movie. It's also a movie where uh, continuity of name across generations is actually uh, very, very important. But, but, but here's here's where I want to dig first. Dig in. I want to dig in just around uh, to the extent that you're comfortable talking about it publicly. Um, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like I'm setting you up for failure there. I promise I'm not. Let's discuss your allegations. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted to say this. This is not me. Um. <laughs> And I am so sorry to people who felt as though they had been wronged somehow by I am, something. I'm choosing from now on to live my life as a noble man. My name is now Noble. So if you look at um, my name, you will not see any of me. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, yeah. uh, but no, my, my, my question for you is, you mentioned the erasure of heritage. And obviously, this is a very loaded topic because there's, you know, there's a long history of colonialism. We in our country we not you know the royal we the imperialist we <laughs> as, as we say uh we're you know forcing people to erase their heritage so okay in that context you mentioned not wanting to erase that did you tr do you personally feel that sense of continuity with your culture uh, with Persian culture, to what extent do you feel that? And uh, is that tied to your name? I think this is a very universally experienced uh, emotion for mixed race people mm -hmm. where, you know, I grew up in a very white, the white town of Chapel Hill, North Carolina, pretty, pretty white. You know, it's becoming more diverse now than it was then, but it was pretty, it's a pretty predominantly white I was like the only brown kid in my class. Uh, we had one black girl. And I was the one brown kid, and I'm pretty sure yes. everyone else was pretty white. And I didn't even, like, think about my heritage as opposed to anyone else, only that they had a lot of experiences I couldn't relate to, and I didn't really know why. As a and kid, I don't remember particularly thinking of you as uh, a different race from me. It There was... The only kind of hint of that was the understanding that you had... A religion that I had never heard of before. Baha'i faith, for those who were curious. That's why I grew up in the Baha'i faith. It was like, you are Baha'i, but I don't remember you being like... I consider myself very, very privileged to have... You know, I grew up as a brown boy, but I, as a child, didn't feel like it was causing me huge barriers. Even it might have. I didn't feel great sense of it, but... I do have a connection to my heritage, though it is kind of complex, especially because Iran is a bad place to be a Baha'i. And as a brown man, when you identify as brown, when you tell people I'm a brown man, people tend to default to Muslim. It can be difficult sometimes to feel like my struggles as a brown person are not the same struggles as those who experience Islamophobia. It's like it's a different category, but we're lumped together because well, you have a you come from a religious cultural sort of background that also is often uh uh you know is is tied to race certainly yeah. fun fact my uh the first okay so before the baha'i faith there was something called the babi faith which basically was the uh precursor it was basically a few years where the babis were looking for what became the baha'i faith and the first babi ever to join the religion as it were is a direct ancestor of mine which is a very strange and as a kid, very stressful thing to be told that you are upholding the very core of this. It's like it's like knowing one of your ancestors was like an apostle and being like, 
Uh, so, you know, my experience and my relationship with faith now is very complex, which I'm sure there'll be an episode about that. And a lot of people in the audience, I'm sure, know what it's like to be growing up in a religion and then kind of have your own adult relationship with that belief that you had as a kid and how you were raised and everything. And it's very complex. But whatever the how case, much do you feel like your identity is formed by being brown versus being Baha'i? And how much do you feel like your identity, those identities have conflicted with or kind of meshed with your sense of your gender identity? Yeah, I would pretty much solidly say that I, as a kid, identified more with my Baha'i self. And now I identify much more with my brown identity. Um, and I firmly want to separate my racial identity from my religious experience that I had. And like, yeah. be, because it's tiring when I under, because obviously intersectionality is a thing. And I'm not trying to say that's not a thing. But in my personal experience, I'm still, I'm trying to figure out what it means for me to like be exploring my race for the first time and really what that means about me and my experiences and my name, right? Like, Ari Na Arman Nabil Borhanyan is a nice name. I like the name. It sounds pretty. I don't know if I want to change it or not. I just know that Ari Noble has a simplicity that in some ways, I think, I bet you there's a lot of people with very foreign sounding names who know what it feels like to never have anyone ever say it right and how it's very stressful. And I like Noble because I feel like it holds on to what Nabil was there for. And I do have a complicated relationship with my last name because I have a lot of trauma associated with people in my life who went by that last name. In my that entire extended family, I've had a lot and, of gender and, crises and gender traumas. That's kind of what I was getting at when I was asking about conflict. Like, if you feel like there's a part of you that needs to maybe lay that name aside, at least for now. Because, like, you are both a product of your family and your society and your culture and everything but you are also an individual. And I wonder if you, maybe more than than me and, uh, and other people, you, you know, people who are more considered the cultural default in our country, where like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like- I'm just a, you know, I'm my, just a white guy. I'm what just, do you want me to say? I'm just a guy. My name I'm is David. My name is Peter. My name is Mike. <laughs> my name is Charles. But, <laughs> but like, I, I was just I'm wondering if like you maybe need need to put because there's so much baggage that comes with being like a, a minority religion that like i wonder if you need to set some of that baggage aside to be yeah. able to explore your individuality in isolation of that i think that's really the best way to describe what i'm experiencing is i just i don't know what name i want to settle on you know because in, in north carolina at least you can only change your name once really you can only change your name once, and then you're allowed to change it back if you have regrets, and that's literally all you're ever allowed to do. I didn't do. know that. One name, one reverse. That's it. Mm, um, love that. Yeah. Very, very progressive and reasonable. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very I – I really – I want to ask you about this, too, because, like, I'm still going by Ari. I'm not changing my first name. I really, really like Ari. I'm very lucky that when I was growing up, Ari was definitively a masculine name. In Persian culture, it's very – it's a masculine name. But in – America, we started to see a lot of women going by Ari. I mean, Ariana Grande, for example. I give Ariana Grande so much cred for being the one who unintentionally made people pronounce my name correctly for the first time. Everyone said Ari. And then after Ariana Grande became famous, suddenly I was Ari because everyone suddenly knew the pronunciation. So thank you, Ariana Grande, for accidentally making it easier for us Aris. <laughs> um, yeah, it's even, I mean, it's it's such a bias that you were even willing to turn a blind eye on the donut licking. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> 
Honestly, the worst thing a celebrity has the worst ever, ever happened is uh, uh, she, she licked a donut and I, I changed my name to Armand. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take it anymore. That's why I'm changing, I'm changing my name because of Ariana Grande. It's a donut. Um, I'm curious. That's, that's why people wouldn't hire you. People are like, are, do you think that this person licks donuts? Probably. I mean, Our workplace culture values sanitation, sanitation above over all, all things. <laughs> um, I'm very curious um, what your experience with your name is because, you know, your name growing up was Charles, but you always went by Charlie. And I just... When I look at you, I don't think Charles. I've always thought Charlie. Kind of like I look at myself and I think Ari, not Armand. You've always been Charlie. And I'm curious, do you think your experience with wanting to go by Charlie growing up was an unrelated coincidental preference? Or do you think that it was a foreshadowing of your desire to not be labeled this very masculine sounding name of Charles? Yeah, I mean, the way that I experience myself is really... Mm, segmented mm. i have always been um, i don't bring my serial killer side to this podcast that's a separate it's like that it's like like on one hand you're like charlie but i'm like you're john wayne gacy like you have a clown <laughs> yeah. persona yeah i've i've always been basically james mcavoy and split um <laughs> the, the, the a, best a, representation of mental illness <laughs> ever put on the silver screen baby um it's a double whammy because like on the one hand it's this super offensive uh, representation of like a serious mental illness and then to add insult to injury it's like played so badly by James McAvoy poor you, James is buried it's over it's done James is fine he's fine but like is there a worse insult to an artist than that they're fine what, what is her name uh, uh, if, if you've gotten uh, uh, Tatiana Maslany uh to, to, to be the villain in Split, maybe I would have bought it. Um, it would have still been offensive, but it would have been offensive and good. It would have been, um, oh, if only they didn't have this problem because the rest of it's so good. But it's like, no, it's like a shit sandwich, but the bread is also moldy, so you don't even care. Right, right. At the very least, <laughs> dump your feces on some on some fresh ciabatta. Some, some really good brioche. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> So yeah, I'm really curious, like what your uh, relationship with the name Charlie versus Charles versus. Um, pretty early, Charles and Charlie felt very different, and Charles felt like the name that I would use when I was formally presenting myself. Yeah, um, when like it, they'd have like a class presentation, you would be like, "I'm Charles Monroe, and this is my presentation." Yes, and when I joined, uh, when I started taking acting classes in middle school, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I went as Charles because it was like I'm a serious young man, um, and Charlie was like the name that I used at home. It became attached to this idea of like sensitivity in my head. I suppose. It's funny how both you and I, we have this thing where our first formal name is like Armand, Charles, and Charlie, Ari. Like this very peppy sounding little name that we preferred. Charles is the shaft, but Charlie is the tip, you know? Why would you it's say fun. that? It's no, 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 no. Hold the phone. Why would you say that? That's not a good metaphor. That doesn't make any sense. It's terrible. You're so, you're so, you're so penally obsessed with... <laughs> Penally obsessed. obsessed. I yeah. When when people when I tell people that I'm very passionate about when I tell uh, penal, I mean people. <laughs> when I tell penal, <laughs> um, when I tell people that I want to uh, uh, overhaul the penal system, 
Um, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say that I've that I have uh, I I have wound up in the wrong rooms quite a lot. <laughs> so, I'm like looking around and I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Prison abolition." <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the dicks, baby. So, 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 at the end of the day, it you had different. And Carson Monroe are the balls, right? Because they're just, you know, they're there, they're functional. They're not my favorite, but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to lose them. That's your sure. your email was always C Monroe, and so I always thought of a row of semen, and I never mm -hmm. talked about it. But I was like, I would always type in semen hey, row. Welcome baby. to semen row. Welcome to semen row. Um, the What's green, up? the green mile, but it's, it's, a uh... see, and that's, what, that's kind of why I want to actually, that's actually exactly why I was curious about your thoughts. I mean, like Ari Noble has an emotion attached to it, a feeling that I quite like. It's nice. It's, it's, it's friendly. It has a professionalism to it, but also has a kind of casualness to it. And I'm curious, like, do you find that Charlie Monroe just clicks and there's not even a question or do you have that question of like, maybe I want to explore their names. Do you, have you ever had that question in your mind? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So I, even before gender, even before gender. Even, even before gender even, existed, back in the old days when no one cared. Even before gender was in question um, for me. Uh, and I, it is for me, like, gender. I will never stop making that joke. I don't care. <laughs> I will never, ever stop making that joke. It'll be on my gravestone so that I, it's the, every person who walks on my gravestone goes, Welcome to my gravestone. And it is for me, this gravestone. Um, <laughs> so in the last, well, honestly, it was within the last couple years um, after I left college in disgrace. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which we, you've discussed a couple, one day we will do an episode just about education because that'll be very interesting. My, my UNC Chapel Hill takedown is coming, baby. Um, I left college in disgrace. Yeah. UNC, I, unfortunately negligent college. There, there was a, a, I will say like a succession of bad situations, uh, that I got out of between the year 2015 and 2017. And in that time, I basically decided, and again, it was almost a conscious choice. There's a person in my brain, and, and he is a sad boy, a sad, toxic, awful boy who I hate, and I've always fucking hated. Fuck this dude, that's Charles. I'm Charlie, who who just wants to like. I just want to grill. Why can't a Why can't a person just grill? <laughs> I just want to grill. I just, just want to grill. All All I want, all I want, <laughs> is a nice five thousand dollar foreman. Don't we all? And the tongs in my hand, and kiss me. I'm the chef. Apron. You want a foreman because before you were a man. Yes, yeah, a former man. Former man. Former grill. man grill. And then the smell of meat turns out gives me panic attacks because it makes me think about my mobster father. But there was a distinctive moment where I said that all of that fucked up shit in my life that happened to Charles and I need to be Charlie. I need to be better. I need to, I need to, in, in a way it was also about not letting my trauma define me. It's always been, I've always been this person who was like, I don't want to be angry and bitter. I want to forgive people who've hurt me in the way that I want to be forgiven. I want to remain hopeful and kind and nice. And I think that there is something to me, 
you know, and it, 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 and it can even be a little problematic in a sense, because in a way I'm coding my soft side as feminine in some ways. Like I view it as, as feminine. And it, that's actually something I've been working on recently is like, yeah, the whole like male equal, like masculine equals toxic masculinity, which equals bad femininity equals good. That's a really complex topic as a, I mean, my partner is a trans man and I'm non-binary AMAB. So both of us are dealing with masculinity in very different ways. And it really makes you think about like, oh, do I hate masculinity or do I hate the toxicity that is often a result of poorly implemented masculinity? I also don't want to conveniently like transition out of accountability. When I was a sad, myopic, toxic person, that person was Charlie, was, you know, just as much the non-binary woman that I am now. It's not something that is actually gendered. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's, I think it's, I think that that is a limitation to the way that I've been thinking, but it's because at some point I was like, okay, I know I have things I don't like about myself. I have things I do like about myself. The things I don't like about myself tend to be things that feel very male. And the things I do like about myself feel soft and, and feminine coded and are also, by the way, the things that the girls in my life growing up also liked about me and, and was the reason I had a lot of female friends was because they were like, oh, you're not like the other guys. You're you're a special sweet boy. And I was like, I am, but that's Charlie in my brain. It's funny how, in a way, your name change is a way of somewhat moving on from yourself in the past. And my name change is more about moving on from external people in my past. I always had this feminine side to me that I wasn't ashamed of by any means. I just didn't even like realize. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I, I don't know. You get what I'm saying though. Like I had that side to me then too. Yeah. I think that you, I think that part of, okay, th this is like, I'm, I'm kind of going out on a limb here. I don't want to like, please go out on a limb and let the limb break. <laughs> let it break. I'm in need of a new staff. Um, <laughs> Gandar. <laughs> Um, the rule of the wizard's staff, you cannot make your own. It must be broken cleanly from a tree, not by your hands. Why? Why is that a rule? <laughs> Teratoken, I thought it would be a fun bit of lore. It's, it's the only hard part of my magic system. Everything is soft and flexible, but I did have one limitation. <laughs> one single thing. Um... Anyway, it's not improv time yet. I will, I really want to explore Mr. Gendar, but <laughs> anyway, continue. You were, you were saying you were going on a limb about something with my experience. I think I'm curious that, what that was. I think that part of why your sense of gender sure. is much more compatible with masculinity than mine is. Yeah, I definitely is, agree with that. 100%. I think the and I think the reason for that is that. You grew up as a sensitive child and you had people in your family and in your social group who were hardened masculine people who derided the idea of men showing signs of weakness and all of that stuff. But you, throughout that, although it scarred you, certainly retained a sense that you knew 
that men did not have to be that way. Yeah, like, that's exactly that's exactly the way I would look at it. Like I, for me, part of why I feel non-binary fits me so well is that I don't fit on the binary mold, but I don't reject the he in me, nor do I reject the she in me. My masculine side, I don't hate Ari the man. I don't hate him. I don't, I don't. I just, it's an incomplete picture, right? That's kind of, for me, it's really like half the painting was painted. And now I'm painting the other half, but I didn't throw the other half away because it's, whereas for you, it sounds more like you painted a picture and you stuck back, I'm not really satisfied with this picture. I want to do a different picture I and take another was, look at it. I became very aware of the ways in which I had internalized. And I think having female friends, again, seeing the world from their perspective, seeing how horrible they were treated by, by boys and men, uh, made me aware, like I perseverated on the lessons of that masculinity were teaching me and anytime I did anything that to me felt like I did this because I'm a man because I'm patriarchal because I'm sexist anytime I did anything that made me feel that way uh, I hated myself for it um I think part of why I didn't realize I was trans for so long yeah. was because I assumed that it was all about escapism for me. I assumed that being- You thought you it was know, a way of getting away from things that you had to confront in yourself and, rather than addressing them. And I was used to the to, um, to seeing myself as like the inside of me, right? I always said like inside of me, there's a girl. But I didn't mean that literally. I meant like, I want to protect the parts of myself that are in my head associated with femininity, which, they don't have to be necessarily. It's very interesting that you grew up with a father who did try to encourage emotional sensitivity. Like you mentioned to me that if like you did something bad as a kid or like your dad would send you to your room, then come and talk to you about it. Whereas I uh, had to hide in my closet because I was going to get hit with a belt. So uh, it's funny how my relationship with masculinity yes, was my... fucking terrifying. And yet I see more embracing of my masculine side you had a in some respects at least with your father a more healthy look at what a masculinity could look like but you pull away from masculinity more it's, it's very interesting to me i'm not saying you know my dad's methods were socratic and your dad just socked erratically <laughs> <laughs> it's very good um um, but yeah, I, I basically, I learned to always be analyzing my interior and constantly be like, why did I do that? Oh, it's because I'm a shitty, stupid, well, fucked up man. I wonder it's if that's because like, I'm a I wonder fucking that's why. garbage pervert. It's because I'm... It's an internalized fear you have. And I think it's, it's interesting because like, you're much closer to just a trans woman than I am. I'm, I'm pretty solid. Solidi I'm pretty much solidified as a non-binary person. You're exploring more of the feminine side than I am. And I think what's interesting is that as someone who had this woman inside just waiting to come out and explore the world, you didn't have a masculine figure you could look at and be like, that is all the things I don't want to be. So anytime a bad thing happened, you just kind of said, I'm shitty. With me, I had a figure I could point to and be like, that's the example of what I don't want to be. It's in my life. I was able to externalize those feelings of frustration in a way that maybe you weren't. You know, obviously, you and I don't know every facet of each other's person because it's impossible to. But I have known you for many years, and 
I, you are a very kind person. You were the person that I hung out with who I felt the most like me around. Yeah. What I love and cherish about the times we spent together um, in middle school in particular is the sense that when we were with each other, we did get to, in a way, remove ourselves from the context of everything else in our lives. It was like, I mean, honestly, it was Bridge to Terabithia. It was like we had our own space that was ours um, that didn't incorporate the disdain that our peers felt for us, didn't incorporate your problems at home, didn't incorporate the little voice that was developing my brain that was constantly telling me what a piece of shit I was, didn't incorporate hormonal issues. Like, it just, it didn't, we just got to, like, be safe yeah, and that. I mean, was it's. Really I. Nice. I still think it's worth noting how we were two people from very different walks of life. I grew up in a very different family environment from you, and yet you and I have never had a fight. We've never. I've never been like angry at you, and I've had. I'm not saying that I've ha haven't had other friends who I haven't had fights with or whatever, but like, yeah, I always hanging out with you always felt like home, and it still does, and. I think that that's part of what is, you know, exciting about name discovery is that, like, it's not going to change who I am. And if you changed your name, you wouldn't be a different person than the person I grew up with. I, but it's cool to feel like now the thing that the you and me that existed in that space is maybe we can show to everyone else now. You know, I don't know how or when it'll fully happen, but it's happening. I will also just say, uh, because I think I should throw it in here right at the end, I actually do. <laughs> I have a potential name that I've been. I was. I've been with. waiting. I've been. I've been trying to get it out of you this whole episode. What is? I knew it. I knew I it. I don't think I'm going to say it because it still needs to be like mine. I think. And give me the first me. letter. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> no, um, I know. I know. I know. But I. I've been sitting on a name, and it's like I've. I've been sitting on it for. <laughs> um, I don't know, like eight months now. Oh wow! And I. I've used it a few times, like in the sense that I've like, you know, usernames and stuff. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not, it. yeah, I'm exploring it. Uh, so I guess like, there's not really not a lot to say about that, except for there is a sense that I don't know, and I don't know if I'd ever want to legally change my name. I will say my my Charlie does not give me. I'm not. I don't feel dysphoric about Charlie. I don't think I would ever consider Charlie to be a dead name, but. I definitely there is a part of me that has associations with Charlie that will always be associated with pre pre transition. Yeah. That well, I will say for one thing that I'm not gonna love forever. I don't know if you ever do decide to legally change your name, even if it is to Charlie. Uh, let me know and we'll go to the courthouse together because you need to have one person who lives in your area who can vouch for you to change your name, isn't that? But weird? I better make sure I'm really. I'm really, really sure you only it. get one time. <laughs> only get one, baby. And also, the judge can decide whether or not they agree with your reason that your reasons are sound, and they can agree to. They can just say they don't want you to change your name. I'm well, I knew that. I knew that that was. Yeah, be North, North Carolina. Uh, you know what? I don't want to think about. I don't want to think about the fact that this episode could one day be used uh, as evidence against me transitioning because it is 
it it could easily be construed as like, yeah, no, you're not real trans, you're mentally ill. And that's something, that's a problem that trans people have. Well, that's so, why you get the edit ability, baby. Exactly. You can edit well, out all the parts. This episode might might disappear one day. <laughs> no, 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 you don't understand. We don't, it's not gonna disappear. It'll become a Patreon exclusive. That's right, everyone. We have a Patreon <laughs> where you <laughs> and your friends can get great bonus content from the we, NB I mean, side. We plug it at the end. We plug it in the end credits. Don't subject them to that right now. <laughs> uh, like James McAvoy, let's split and come back for some improv. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a piss break. I'm gonna take old Charles and Charlie and old Carson and old Monroe and excrete some urine. <laughs> this podcast will never be popular. Hey, um, do you have any extra chalk? Yeah, I've got some over here. Let me, uh, here you go. Just take, there you are. Thanks. Um, I, I brought some chalk, but... I got really into my um, my my self portrait, as you can see, and I kind of ground all of my chalk into these tiny, angry little stubs. I, I this is the largest sidewalk art I've ever seen, Mary. I don't. This is this might be this might be distracting to drivers. I want it to be. I want it to be, Leroy. I'm tired of not being seen. Does that make sense? I mean, I, I guess, like you, I mean, here's here's my own... I mean, that wouldn't make sense. I guess it wouldn't really make sense to you, Leroy. I mean, you're so... I'm famous. You're so famous. You're the most famous boy in our town. I mean, ever since I started my YouTube channel, Le uh, oh, Joy Leroy, I've just been, I've been hitting the markets. My, 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 my lovely voice. <laughs> yeah, are you my actually... My podcast, everything I do, I'm just, I, I just... I see that you have a, um... Uh, a GoPro on your head? Are you recording footage now for your channel? Yeah, actually, well, actually, God, I still do an intro. Hey, Leroy fans, it's your boy Leroy here, and today we are going to be doing some crazy sidewalk art. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and click that little bell icon. Wow, the, seeing them seeing it in person is just even more magical. I, I gotta ask you, Mary. Like, here, let, let me, let me, let me, sorry, Leroy, I, I want to hear your question, but here, I just... Let me quickly, um, okay, just grab this hose and get rid of my p stupid portrait. Oh my so God, Mary, your... I wasn't, I, look, Mary, I, I just want to ask you a question that I, I need to know the answer. And I'm so sorry you, you destroyed your beautiful self-portrait. I, I wasn't trying to, <sighs> Mary, no, what's, I just, it, like, I get what's away. it like not being famous? What's it like not being recognized by literally everyone you ever meet? It's exhausting. How do you, how great must it be to be completely invisible? It's, it's not great at all, Leroy. It's horrible. What? It, it feels. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> horrible voice. <laughs> okay. You know how they say that you die two deaths? First, the death of your body, and then the death when everybody who's ever known you forgets about you or dies. That's why I'm going to live forever, maybe. <laughs> One thousand um, years from now, they're going to be watching Leroy reacts to Final <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's 4 trailer. <laughs> okay. I... I know I said at the beginning of this that I wanted to do a mono scene, but we do <laughs> just have to cut. We just have to see a clip of Leroy's YouTube channel reacting to Five Nights at Freddy. We have to see this. All right. 
Hey guys, it's your boy <laughs> Leroy here. Today we're gonna be reacting to the Five Nights at Freddy's 4 release trailer. Alright, here we go. In a world run by automatons. <laughs> wow, this really took a total shift from the previous games. A world where mankind has fallen beneath the feet of its greatest creation. Ah! Alright, that's gonna be the thumbnail right there. One man! We cut, we cut back to- we cut back to the street! <laughs> <laughs> There's no more to be said about this this boy. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I was saying is that I think I died my second death before I even died my first one. Well, call me the fucking fountain of youth, baby, cause I'm gonna give you a second chance. You're gonna feature in my new YouTube video. No, we're gonna no, no, make no. you a star, Mary. It's okay. It's okay. You really don't have to. You really don't have to to, to do anything. I I I I'm I'm fine. I'm just too waiting late. To we're die. filming. Just, we're fi we are live. Eight million people are watching this live right now. No, no. Oh, All right, oh, Mary. Oh, panic! Oh, it's closing in. Walls are closing in. Closing in. Hey, hey, oh. hey, hey, kid, get back, get back, get away from her, get away! Oh Wait. my god, this is gonna go so viral. Grabbing this hose and shoo, shoo! Spray, spray, get away! Oh my god, crazy man chases me with hose, uncensored, real, not a fake. You know who I am, Leroy, okay? It's, 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 crazy it's. Crazy man! It's Dr. McDonald. I'm your next door neighbor. I've been your neighbor for years. Uh, you always say I'm a crazy man. Anytime you're filming crazy me doing anything. Doctor next door does crazy things. Stop Real, it. Real, uncensored. Hey, stop. stop. Found I hate footage. <laughs> I know I shouldn't let it get under my skin the way I do. I am a 40-year-old man and you are 12 years old, but gosh darn, I hate being pathologized. Excuse me, is my son bothering you? Is my son Leroy bothering you, sir? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is, Margaret. Oh my God, how did he react? Oh my God, it was so good, Mom. You are gonna be my little star. Kick Ugh. him in the shin, Leroy. Yeah, kick Ow. him in the shin. Ow. Wow, kick in the shin. Wow. My crazy doctor, can he heal himself? <laughs> you know what, you know what, this this is, this is, I feel like I'm witnessing child abuse, and yet, and yet I'm happy about that. I hope, I hope you're abused. I hope you're ruined for life. That is my promise. And I will be there. I will be there, Leroy. And what? Sir, I'm just trying to make, I've been just trying to make Mary famous. Doctor, I can't breathe. I'm sorry. I do not have the bandwidth to deal with this right now, okay? Self-care means being selfish sometimes. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Mary, you can't breathe? I'm, 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 I think I'm gonna die. I think it's gonna happen. The first death. Here, watch. Ow! Can you breathe now? Um. <laughs> uh, actually, weirdly, weirdly, I'm calming down. I mean, I think it's because- Leroy saves life <laughs> in I, front I, of crazy doctors. <laughs> I think it's because I was so shocked by you kicking me in the shins that I... That's my trademark move. <laughs> oh, my little boy. What a hero he is. 
All right, my this little is viral a boy. Self care, self. I need, I need to. It's okay to take time for myself and just be me. Okay, I am, I am, I am a doctor. I am Crazy respected. I am a doctor talking to himself, uncensored live. Ugh, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Mary, this video is going to be the biggest thing in YouTube history. You are going to be a star. I promise. You're going to be a star. No, 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 I don't want this. This is too much, too fast. I didn't want this, okay? Yes, I'm lonely. Yes, I want more friends, but not like this. You don't I didn't need ask friends for this. when you have fans. Oh, Leroy, you must be so lonely. Wait, wait, something's happening to me. Something... <laughs> I feel like I'm going through... Oh, no. My voice just dropped. Everyone's leaving the chat. They're saying my voice has been ruined, that Leroy's trademark voice is gone. Mary, what do I do? All oh, my fans, my fans are leaving me. Oh, honey. It's me, Margaret, your mom. I just, oh, oh, dear. Mom, mom, please. It was inevitable. I was 12. Please. You are no son of mine. Mom, no. Where are you going? She's getting into a car. She, she already, oh, she, wait, she reached under that bush, she already had a suitcase packed? <laughs> she was just waiting for the day my voice dropped. Vroom! Vroom! Oh my god, Mary. I just realized, I picked all that up on my GoPro. <laughs> Maybe I can make a second a second chance by being a, a car accident capturer. So, is that what I should do? Is that the way to not be to not feel like this? I don't want to feel like this, Mary. I'm so lonely. Wait, a car crash. Uh, looks like it's Dr. McDonald's time to shine at last. No. Oh my god. Oh my god, everyone's praising Dr. McDonald. Oh, it's my worst nightmare. Dr. Mary. McDonald! Mary. Dr. McDonald! Mary, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. My Mar fans have left me. Leroy. Leroy, I, I'm all alone. I just, uh, uh, my, it looks like Dr. McDonald has, has somehow logged into your YouTube channel and rebranded. Uh, it's his channel now. No, they're all coming back, but not for me. The only solution to this is to get really, really bigoted and right wing because I'm Wait. sad. No, 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 Leroy, Leroy, listen to me. What listen possible to me. alternative could there be? Look at me, put, Leroy, put that red pill down. <laughs> Leroy, put it down. Dr. McDonald had red pills and I took one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying don't just take random pills off the street. He he dropped that out of his pocket. By the way, that doctor, he's like his pockets are overflowing with loose pills. <laughs> what is this what is this guy's deal? I don't think he's a I don't even know if he's a real doctor. It doesn't matter if he's licensed. He's famous. Wait, he's making out with your mom. No. <laughs> no. Leroy Okay, watches as his life gets destroyed live on sense. Leroy, take take the GoPro off. But listen, but that's me. my take own. That's off. my third eye. I know. I know. You Without need to take my GoPro. I am blind. Anything I see will be lost to the winds forever, rather than captured for future consumption. No, Leroy, because I will see it, and I will remember it for as long as I possibly can. And yes, one day, one day you will die your second death. And no. I will forget. I have to live forever, Mary. There is no forever, Leroy. Listen, 
this this portrait I made that I sprayed away with the water, was it beautiful? It was pretty did good. It speak, did it speak to you? Okay, well, you you said it was, like, great. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because you were racing and I felt bad. It's pretty, and I was on camera. I was on camera, Mary. I'm a lot nicer on camera. Okay, well, was it at least, do you think it was worth me making it in spite Probably. of it being gone now? I mean, I don't know, though. Did, how many people liked it on Instagram? I'm really trying to do something here, kid. And Kid? I'm, you're, like, the same age as me. I am, but I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to... I you thought can't maybe undo. Would... You can't undo years of trauma in one conversation, Mary. <laughs> it's not how mental illness works. I think I can fix you. I think I can fix you. I think, I think <laughs> I. It's not good for me. It's definitely not good for me. But I think if I just work really hard and accept you as you are and kind of get in on the inside, I think I can slowly mold you into a good man, Leroy. Oh my God! It's your it's your dad, Mister Sue. <laughs> that's my manic goal right there you're such a pixie aren't you <laughs> what are you doing out here playing with that kid i thought i told you to stay inside and play with your toys where it's safe i just i got tired of all the only things you'll allow me to play with are blue hair dye and you'll allow and playing the ukulele okay that's not i want to be more <laughs> than that dad also, you should. Can you? Can I please get on medication? These manic episodes are. I was working on this portrait all night long. What a dream you are, girl. <sighs> I guess we. I guess we both have issues we have to work through, Leroy. Let's run away right now. Let's just run. I mean, I don't even have a mom anyway anymore. <laughs> she left. What are they? What are they? I see them down the road. They're they're painting just married onto the back of the car. Oh God. Is Doctor what is Doctor? I don't even know his name because I just called him Crazy Man. Is is Doctor McDonald? Doctor McDonald is 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 he my dad now? Listen, he, he my real dad was legally... mysteriously murdered years ago, but because this is a mono scene, we'll never know how. <laughs> <laughs> a mystery that's never been solved, but alas, time is linear. You know what, Leroy? I want to run away with you. We'll change our names. Bonnie, yes. and Clyde. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll change our names. We'll start over. We'll, we'll, we won't let anyone stop us. And then we'll go so fucking viral. I can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix him. Okay. Three years later. Not a mono. It's technically still a mono scene. This is, we're, we're fast forwarding the tape. Yeah. Three three years later, there there is an, an old man is tending to his garden. Oh, my name is Genda. An old man. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a wizard in my gardening job. <laughs> and he's he's tending to his garden, and a a young uh, a, a girl of fifteen, uh, wearing a hoodie, uh, steps onto the street and approaches approaches him. Oh, are you that little merry girl from you? I thought we thought you vanished. My God. Yeah, I used to live around here, back in the days. Back in the days when I thought what I wanted was infamy. And now I have all the infamy that I want. The law is closing in. I'm, I, I've, I've lost Clyde to a hail of bullets. I, oh my <laughs> God, who's, who the hell is Clyde? And, and all, all that's left of, for me before I finally, before I die my first death 
is I wanted to come back to this street and I wanted to see it one more time. Wait, wait, my phone is bu is buzzing off the hook. Oh my God, everyone's telling me about a crazy new viral video called crazy guy and girl get rain of bullets shot at them and the guy dies and it's crazy uncensored live uncut. Please subscribe. Oh my God, it's you got, you're viral. You're so famous ring, now. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hi, this is the Library of Congress. <laughs> um, just wanted to let you know that uh, your video of your boyfriend getting tragically killed uh, during your crime spree uh, is so compelling to people that we have decided to make sure that it is uh, made a permanent record. My God, Bonnie, well, you said your name was? I don't think you ever said it. I'm just going to assume it's Bonnie. <laughs> no, it's... It is, it is, it's Mary. My real name is Mary. Are you saying that when you change your name, your original name is your real name? Huh. Well, legally, it's actually that I wanted to be named Bonnie. I, I, sorry, I didn't want to be named Bonnie anymore. And legally, I'm only allowed to change my name back to Mary. Oh, damn. What a shitty law. <laughs> that makes but no anyway, sense. I guess, I guess I got what I wanted. I'm never going to die my second death. Yeah, you're going to live forever. Oh, look, there's all the feds. <laughs> Listen, Gendar. Yes? They're going to have my story, but they're only going to know me as Bonnie and as, as this terrible, infamous criminal. But to you right now, I want to say that my name is Mary, and I, I'm just an insecure girl who wanted to be an artist but was told by my boyfriend that it wasn't very good. And I was led astray. And I just wish that I'd been nurtured by my parents instead of turned into a meme. And I just, for as long as you live, for as long as you live, I want you to remember who I really was. Wait, you said your name was, you said, wait, you said you were an artist, right? Yeah. The prophecy. <laughs> what? You said, wait, what's your last name? Sue. Wait, you're the Mary Sue who's going to save everyone, and I am your wonderful wizard guide. Everything oh works God. out for you, Mary Sue. The, the, the hero's journey awaits me. I'm going to take you away from this place now that you're at your lowest, and you're just an ordinary girl named oh Mary Sue. So relatable. Thank, Everything's going to go your way. Thank Christ my dad turned me into the perfect protagonist. <laughs> now come with me. Let us go. Uh, and thus, they and they walked and they walked through the woods, across the hill and dale, and stood underneath trees, hoping against hope that a branch would happen to fall, so Gandar could get a new staff, because this is the one dumb rule of this magic system. <laughs> And I am J.R. Tolkien. And I, J.R. Tolkien. I can't wait till this movie gets adapted one day. I wonder who they'll get to play the main character. <laughs> we'll need to. I will need someone who has the range to play her many different personalities. 70 years later. Oh my God, they're finally adapted. Oh, James McAvoy's in this. Oh, crap. James McAvoy. He's going to ruin it. <laughs> well, Mix Noble. Ooh. Um, 
I uh, I feel like I uh, really I said I was going to go out on a limb this week, and uh, I feel like I was very 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 vulnerable, and I think you were vulnerable too. And I uh, I don't know I I'm nervous, but I really appreciated this conversation. Yeah, because honestly, I think at the end of the day, you know, we talked about before what our purpose with this podcast is, but like, I do think it's 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 a diary. Uh, it is scary to document your internal identity crises in public but at the same time i really hope that by being vulnerable in this way maybe we can help someone out there who's asking similar questions like that's really if one person listens to this and it helps them answer some of their own questions it was all worth it yeah i feel i feel very daunted by how much work i have on myself and my own brain i feel encouraged by uh how much clarity i feel like you bring to these conversations so but yeah thank you guys so much for being here uh we'll uh see you in two weeks and just remember if uh if you conjure your shadow self and they approach you deep down you know their name also don't be a wizard. It's not it's, it's not as fun as it sounds like it would be. Uh-huh. Don't do it. Don't transition into being a wizard. It's very sad that he died between episodes. <laughs> He'll come back. Oh, Gendar the Gendar the the blue. I am Gendar the pervert. <laughs> Get out of here, Gendar. Get out of here. All right. Oh, I'd like to make some apologies to some people who feel as though they have been hurt somehow. I, from now on, I will be living my life as a gay wizard known as <laughs> Albus <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> the, <laughs> the real Dumbledore right. origin story. Oh, God. Well, everyone, thank you for tuning in and have a great rest of your week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Yes Androgyny was conceived, recorded, and produced by Ari Noble and myself, Charlie Monroe. If you want more content or you care to support the show, we can be found at patreon.com slash yesandrogyny, where we will be posting an extra episode of bonus content, plus other fun surprises at least every off week. This show is co-produced by New32 Productions, an independent North Carolina media company that Ari and I are both heavily involved with. You can find New32 on YouTube at youtube.com slash new32, that's N-E-W-3-2. Our music was composed by Florify, F-L-O-R-R-I-F-Y, whose link tree can be found in the episode description. Our theme song is Riff in A by Garrett Stein Sarusi, who plays the guitar on the track, with additional arrangement, instrumentation, and mastering also by Florify. Our cover art is by the inimitable Izzy Pereira, who can be found on Twitter at Izzy Squeaksy. That is I-Z-Z-Y-S-Q-U-E-A-K-Z-Y. Lastly, but not leastly, Ari can be found on Twitter at Ari Noble Writes where they post about their myriad music and webcomic writing projects, including their epic fantasy adventure webcomic in the vein of Redwall. They co-created it with our cover artist Izzy, and it is posted weekly. So definitely check that out. It's super rad. Thank you guys so much for listening. That concludes the credits. See you in two weeks or sooner if you join our Patreon. Bye! Okay, let's 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 give let's give them a good old non-binary welcome. Yes, let's give them the good old.
Welcome. Can you see my can you see my sign language? <laughs> yes. I don't know what it means, but I can see it. It's, it's I'm trying I'm I'm good all, you know, Jane Goodall. Ah, yes. I'm I'm training our listeners uh yeah, in sign, sign language. Yeah. Sign language is sign language is the most effective means of communication on the podcast actually. Yeah, it's like we need like a, 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 a sign language that you can, I mean, I was not saying that you can hear, but then there's a point. <laughs> the issue, the issue, yeah. <laughs> so, we only can, some slappy sound, that's why really is it, useful. Why is it sign language louder? I mean, I just, I can't hear what's going on. <laughs> um. Anyway. Welcome.